going on? What, what are we doing? <laughs> why is it? Why is the vibes not there? The vibes is here. You just have to go with it. Just because it's not the same doesn't mean there's no vibes. What up, guys? Hey, guys. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Tiana Spliff. <laughs> I feel like there needs to be some type of music added like i need to make it a, a noise after we say that well i am like ow but cling cling motherfucker i'm nemi i'm courtney i'm jael and we're the three that make up tea in a spliff aren't we yes queen so how's it going guys just yeah it's yeah good. it's going just good enjoyed nothing our walk in the park you know what i mean yeah we took the dog for a walk we did we had a cheeky spliff in the park wholesome saturdays instead of in the podcast (laughs) (laughs) or right before the podcast like last week this is the first time we've been recorded during the day we always do it in the evening not like any of you can see but you know it's a different it's a different vibes vibe it's less underground vibes more in the sunlight vibes that vitamin d anyway (laughs) (laughs) okay so how's it been going like what have you been up to girls what are you saying um, I haven't been up so much this week. It's been a very chill time. I feel like it's been a very good reflective time. I've made a lot of decisions about like moving forward. Mm-hmm. And it's just been good mentally to like actually take time and try to fix me. I was like, ooh, I'm going to not make New Year resolutions really, but just me resolutions. And I'm just like, I'm going to treat myself better. I'm like always gonna try to dress cute or like do my hair do my makeup like just put in more effort for me so that I feel I don't know I feel like doing that stuff like I've been trying to do it lately anytime I leave home I'll like dress cuter make sure my hair is done and it makes me feel like way better because I feel like this whole year I've been very ugly and now I feel like a girl again (laughs) I mean you haven't been ugly but you've just been I just mean yeah I know I mean like from a one to a ten, I've been like a minus three for a lot of the time because well, this is the first time I haven't felt okay. exactly. I yeah. haven't had like the energy to really do anything. Like it's literally just wake up. That's that's the look. So get through the day. Yeah. So now that I'm like starting to feel better and like I can feel it getting better over time, I'm just like, ooh, I want to make sure my hair is cute or I want to make sure my outfit is cute. Not that anybody can see it under my coat, but. But at least I know that, that yeah. yeah. I'm like, at least I know that it's there. I was like, let me go and buy some new cute bras because, like, I'll know that it's there and I'll feel cute about it. Like, you know how days start when you know that, like, your underwear is matching and you just know that yes. it's a good day? Like, I've heard people say that, but I never generally do, like, feel like that. But do you know what? I don't like wearing underwear. I don't wear underwear anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just going to put that out there, babes. It's, it's just not for me. It's not for me. I In the pandemic, I stopped wearing pants i mean i did that a little bit yeah and then i was like you know what pant like thongs aren't for me pants just aren't for me not i can't even wear i can't wear granny pants i can't wear any type of pants i mean i can i did i had to for work <laughs> but um yeah no it's not for me i feel like since since i've been sick like my excuse for radiation was that i couldn't wear any metal so obviously like bras had to come mm. off and everything and then i just got so comfy and i'm like I don't really have any boobs anyways. Who like, needs this? Exactly. And then it's cold now, like wearing hoodies and like coats. So who can see? 
I'm not wearing a bra. Do you see what's happened? Because <laughs> in in the winter, you're in tracksuit all the time. So who gives a fuck? No one's seeing anything. Yeah. And it's kind of cold most of the time here. So you, you could do. just never wear underwear. I still wear like a little it. triangle one because I feel like it gives that extra protection. I feel like I get a, a little bralette. chapped. <laughs> Got a little get one chapped. On. Like they're so cold without like a little bra or I need something like, co- like close to it. Oh, that's why I put like a fitted top on. Oh, and yeah. then I put a jumper on. Yeah, I'll wear like just... a, a normal yeah. like, top that's close to me, and then yeah. and then or a the dress top even. Yeah, I love that. I, I love not wearing underwear. <laughs> I really feel like this is the way forward in life. But then also, like, can you wear jeans without pants? No, no you definitely you, have you to. Wear. I definitely did that. But that's oh my god, was gross. that not uncomfortable? Yeah, like it actually what it actually wasn't that uncomfortable. But you know what I've realised? I kind of like right. Don't not to wear pants. But if I'm gonna wear anything, it's gonna be like. Do you know what I do? Here's my secret, guys. Let me tell you a secret. I get tights. Yeah, particularly tights that have like tummy control or like you know like the holding in things. Not too much, just a little bit because they're tights. It's not mm-hmm. the other thing. What's that called? Spanx. It's not that. And I cut the legs off, so they only come up to like my knee or above my knee, and then I just wear them under things because it makes me try feel like that's like tight. <laughs> that's like um wearing boxers kind of, but just like boxers. What do you mean? As in man pants? I don't know. Like you, that's how you feel wearing boxers. It's not the same. No, like literally, I like to wear boxers because. They're so comfy, especially like if you get the ones that are like the tights material are like stretchy. They wouldn't fit me, man. Well, yeah, but I like <laughs> they wouldn't they wouldn't contain. But I hear what you're saying. I feel like there are men with very big asses. That... Oh, you wear real <sighs> men ones. Yes, well, men ones. Yeah. What the fuck about the pouch? Just just go on your <laughs> vagina, like. Yeah, but then you got this piece of baggy. It baggy doesn't material. bother you when you put on like trousers on top. It doesn't. You can't see it. Because, like, I wouldn't do it with something that's tight, like a leggings. But when you wear, like, those, especially if you get those, like, the the little boy ones that are, like, just the stretchy ones, they don't really have the pouch because, like, it's a little boy. So it tends to be tighter fitting and you can just slip it on and it just feels free. Like, you feel you're wearing nothing. It's great. That is so funny. Very interesting. I don't think that would work for me, but I'm glad it works for you and you found the compromise. Yeah. Yeah. And, like boxes as pajamas if i needed to ever do that <laughs> i don't think i've ever been able to fit into my boyfriend's boxes like comfortably like why would like so why would i do it you know i mean you? have you seen the size of my husband i can't fit into his either so true my legs but are way tall. bigger my legs are way bigger than his legs like mm. i remember when we first started having sleepovers we thought it would have been so cute to like I go to sleep in his clothes. I cannot fucking fit in his I trousers. Love that you like, I love that. When we first started having sleepovers. Yeah, we used to have sleepovers. Like, before so we cute. lived together, it was a sleepover. Cute. But yeah, I, I couldn't fit in clothes. I probably could. No, maybe. But I'm not going to try. No, don't Actually, try. during the pandemic, I did that. I just went into the back of the cupboard and took out all these, like, this like they look like you would go fishing like shorts with the plaid on them oh. and like jeans jackets and like all these horrible combinations that i thought he needed to get rid of and i started putting them on and i would like go into the living room and model them and be like look at this outfit. <laughs> was he attracted to that 
to me in his boy clothes. Yeah. No, he used to be like, child, what the fuck? And just like try to tell me get out of them. Especially I found this fedora. Mm-hmm. And I used to put on a fedora <laughs> and do like a little Michael Jackson dance and tip it. And he would be like, child. <laughs> I guess somebody could freaking see me. No one could see me in our house. Imagine if that was his guilty pleasure. What? He like liked to enjoy his girlfriend at the time. <laughs> dressing up in men's clothes and dancing around i mean that would be a very strange guilty pleasure i don't think he enjoyed it but him not enjoying my fashion shows made me find other ways to enjoy myself so like i definitely had guilty pleasures during lockdown that i continued Mm -hmm. into life like i remember um right when we could go back out to stores and stuff and then people started doing delivery in barbados and there was this lady that was selling soaps and i bought a fancy soap and I was like and I I bought it with the cream so it was like the soap and the cream and I didn't want to use it every day for like an everyday bath because I was like this is too like luxurious so I would work the whole week and then a Friday evening I would get home and it was like don't talk to me I'm having me time and I'll go in the bathroom and I would literally play like I would play like some sort of it depended on the vibe. Sometimes it'd be like a Megan the Stallion vibe in the shower. <laughs> or and I would like pretend I'm in a strip club. Or sometimes it used to be like, you know, more soothing, like some Ari Lennox and like yes. those kind of vibes in the shower. And I would have my really fancy soap and I would have my sponge and I would just like wash with it. And I would be like, this is me washing off the week. Like it's Friday, it's weekend. This is like peak luxury don't talk about if you like smoke first and then play music and then bathe Mm. with my fancy soap that was like peak time and then I remember I went (laughs) and bought like this like kind of silky or satin material nighty it wasn't even a cute one oh you did it all the way it wasn't even a cute nighty but like it, it was felt so it, it felt, felt so nice like you come out the shower and like you just had this great soap you smell great and then put it on and then I was just ready to just lounge because I felt like I love that that's like a, a great act of self-care yeah and yeah. then like it it kept ramping up like because I was enjoying it and like I knew I was spending money that I shouldn't be spending on like these products but it felt so good so then I was just like I I remember I bought like this other foot cream and I would like massage my feet every evening like after I came out of the bath I would massage my feet for like an hour and I like looked up all the pressure points on this YouTube video of like, oh, if you have a headache, you rub your big toe. And if you have like liver problems, you do this. I and love that. I used to rub mm. my feet all the time. I used to be like, why don't you like just be normal? Like ask me to rub your feet. And I was like, no, this is me time. I am loving on myself. myself. Exactly. It was great. I think that is fantastic. I think that's Honestly, great. I'm going to do, I'm going to yeah, take that. I'm going to buy should. some expensive what brand could I get? Joe Malone. Oh, can you get that? Can you get that as a shower gel? No, I'm or, sure you can. Or like a molten brown. I love a molten oh, brown okay, like shower gel. Brown. I don't know these brands, but sure, they sound I'm, fancy. Basically, you can't just go brown. to fucking uh, boots. You yeah, have to go to it has to be like molten brown shop. I mean, it has to, to be treat. Oh, I'm gonna. Okay, we know now. <laughs> we know. Um, I wouldn't even say it's a really bad, like, guilty pleasure. I love that. That's important, like, self-care shit. It's like my guilty pleasure is smoking in the bath. (laughs) But, like, like, bathing involved. Yeah. Yeah, Because I think that's a form of self-care. For me, anyway, it's an active form of self-care, having a bath. So I like to literally light some candles, have a really hot bath, really hot bath. No bubbles. No, maybe a bath bomb. No bubbles. 
no bubbles. I don't really like bubble baths. I like a bath bomb bath. That's quite fun. I'm gonna go and buy loads of bath bombs. Just, just. I mean, I never, like I've never gotten to experience that just because have them as a <laughs> I have no bathtub, no that bath bombs or things. Um, so that's you know, a shame. You should do that whilst you're here. Might come over to your house and have a bath. Just you can like... have a bath at mum's in mum's room. Well, yeah, true, but then I just feel like there are always people. Yeah, there are always people. Okay, you can come into mine and have a bath. I'm gonna have we'll a jar have of bath bombs. Yeah, when it's when, somebody, no, when no everybody's like gone. That's the best. A spliff in the bath in the day with candles on. That's my guilty pleasure. Well, I like to put my laptop and watch a film. <gasps> you can borrow my laptop when I'm not <laughs> here. Or do you know what sometimes I do? I listen to a meditation. I do that bath. too. I, I fall asleep in the bath. Though. Meditation sends me to sleep. Every time. I like to listen to like frequency music. The like frequency things that like vibrate inside of you. I love yeah. that. Or... At the moment, I'm doing. I like like to listen to affirmations. I think yeah. it really helps me. I I do that too. I have a lot of like affirmations, and then sometimes they have them with the the frequencies. I don't know the difference in the frequencies, honestly. I don't know either. But I just know that sometimes they feel really good mm. to like listen mm-hmm. to those frequencies. Or on Spotify, they have a playlist called n- n- Concentration, and I sometimes I just put that on, <laughs> and I just lie in the bath, in the zoo, <laughs> chilling out. It's really great. <laughs> That's my guilty pleasure, babes. Oh my God, what would mine be? (laughs) Do you know what mine is? I fucking hate it and I try to stop all the time. Um, It's having a fucking like cheeky fag when I'm in the smoking area. And um, (laughs) I don't even, and you know what? During the day when I'm sober and I pass on the cigarette, I'm like, that is fucking disgusting. Ew. But as soon as I have a drink, I'm just like, oh, social smoker. Give me a fag and I'll just be there. Ask if people have a fucking menthol cigarette because you know they're better. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I, do, I do try and do it as le- like as less as possible, but I just can't help myself. Just turn into a smoker. It's really drink. bad for your lungs. Thanks, babes. <laughs> and smoking weed and... With tobacco. Fuck is, that shit. Which you do. I do. And so I need to really stop pointing stop the finger. I mean, listen... No judgment. This is a judgment-free zone. It seemed like you were being a bit of a judgy. No, honey. You you do you. You do <laughs> what, what you need to do, do is do the really unhealthy thing and then do something healthy to cancel it out. Like Yeah, like, <laughs> like go to the gym <laughs> the next day. Nah. No, it won't be the next day, but like I'll go bang it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Week, when you whenever you go to the gym, the be like that is for the time I smoked. I don't do that. That's really bad. I don't do anything to counteract my guilty pleasure. You actually don't. I just At least really I do just that. like I lay in the good guilt. I feel like pleasure. I feel like our guilty pleasures cancelled out because you know you're bathing, you're doing something good. Mine you're is like, like mm. when I smoke <laughs> weed. Obviously, then I go and eat a load of shit. Oh. When I'm trying to like plan my calories for the week, I just it just goes out the window. Like I started tracking at the start of the day. Why did I bother? Why did I bother? That's why sometimes I think to myself, maybe I should stop smoking weed or smoke less. Like I cannot not eat. I've done it maybe a handful, like maybe like two times. Mine is good because it makes me eat, but then I realise I'm not eating food still. Like I'll just pick at snacks and I'm like, this is not good. I need to eat food. But sometimes I like will purposely save back half of my dinner so that I can like (laughs) come back to it later my problem is when I smoke that I can't stop eating 
Like, so I've found that if I just don't eat anything, if I have a cup of tea and I eat whatever I want to eat before I smoke then I, and I don't eat anything else after, I'm good. If I start, honey, it's all gone. <laughs> all the food is gone. It's in my tummy because I was high and I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's non-stop with me. People like Reese always used to say to me, he's like, I don't understand how you eat so much. Like, <laughs> yeah, but they're lucky. People, people who don't eat when they're high are lucky. So lucky. I know it's meant to be certain strains that are like, I don't. But I that. never get that. I've never had a strain that makes me <laughs> less hungry. No. It, it takes me about ten minutes to get hungry. Like that's how quickly. But to, to be fair, I feel like the thing that does counteract it is sex. Okay. You mean that you don't get hungry if you have that smoke? Yeah, right? so if you Because you're busy doing something else. Exactly. Have <laughs> that's sex like if instead if you can. But that's like if you got high and used to go in the gym. Like, it's still something else taking up your brain space. They're very much people that... Because I anything. definitely wouldn't do that. I couldn't think of anything worse to go to the gym There's high. There's so many My people that, that do that. There's so many people that do that. They'll, like, I get high. I don't understand. I don't I would not... I would just be, like, there swaying. Like, <laughs> my balance would go. If I did a squat, I might, like, fall over. No, I reckon you'd be all right, but you couldn't concentrate on, like, what you were doing because yeah. you're high. So it would take you ages to do one thing. And I, as it is, I have my best thoughts when I'm in the gym. Like, really weird. I don't know why. Some people have it. I have it in the shower as well. But gym, I just have some of my best thoughts. So imagine if I was high in the gym. I would just be spaced out. Fuck. Yeah, but wouldn't it be a good thing? You'd have more. You'd have better thoughts. I'd rather go in the shower than... I feel like every time Nemi and I have a great gym. thought, it's because we were high. I... I yeah. I, I'm more creative when I'm high. Yeah. It like, lets everything just kind of flow loosely. Mm. Shit that you would have been like, nah, when you're sober, you're like, yeah. So much just like the podcast that you're just yes. the podcast happened because we were high and we were talking and we were like oh my god we are interesting we should start a podcast <laughs> um excuse me I see your nasal stick on I the know floor. it fell leave her alone yeah she started you're doing back it again on the nasal stick. no I don't use it right now this is your guilty pleasure also I'm not using it right now I just had it for comfort in my pocket but <laughs> nah it was helping because my nose was just really blocked up right now but in general I don't use it. Like I lose it quite often, but then I found it. That's how it starts. I found it. That's how addiction starts. <laughs> Listen to me. I'm not addicted, but it really helps when my nose is blocked up. Leave me alone. Yeah, yeah, you're less nasally this week. Yeah, she she caught the cold that everyone got. That yes. was like COVID, but wasn't COVID. It got delivered in my eye by your children who coughed in my eye. <laughs> I mean, when you have kids, that's just how it goes, babes. I know. It really does. I knew it was over though. From the time I felt the like, little spitballs hit me in my eye, I was like, oh. And okay. also, Pasha gets sick a lot. So. Yeah, I know. And it was definitely Pasha that had it. So I was just like, whatever. And you know, he's always cuddly. So I was no, like, yeah, him would be sick. Cough. Yeah, because Rashad does the cough. Yeah, he, and he does the sniffing. It's thing not the as cough well, that no, he got from Rashad, it's the sniff he got. But the cough, I don't know what. The cough he just does when he thinks that other people are sick and he wants cow pole. <laughs> <laughs> but um i really like eating nutella out of the jar do you know what's better i remember you used to make people eat nutella out the jar it's fantastic but do you know what's better biscoff oh the crunchy biscoff there's a crunchy biscoff there's a crunchy biscoff paste like spread it is so fucking good actually do you know what it makes me want to go and get some now 
Can I just say if this is a controversial opinion? Because I know that everybody in London is obsessed with Biscoff. You find it fucking everywhere. It's so fucking good. Yeah. No? What's I don't like it. Yeah, but you're a weirdo. I so. don't so I don't like Nutella that much. I don't like hazelnut. I don't like Nutella either. I don't like hazelnut flavour things that much. I don't like you. <laughs> I'm joking. Love you. Do you know what I like? I know no one really likes fucking gherkins and pickled onions up the jar. <laughs> I like gherkin. What? Corn- cornicons. Cornicons, the smaller ones, the little mini ones. Yeah, I love that. My mum. Not pickled onions, though. <laughs> oh, pickle- the little silver skin, the mini onions. I've had them. I don't get it. They're a bit tart. Like, yeah, I love sour and like tart things. Mm. That makes me think, I'm like, what weird stuff do I eat? I feel like I really love when there's a block of cream cheese in the fridge. I'll just go in my finger and like scoop it yeah. out and eat it. I love cream cheese. I'll eat like a whole block by myself. <laughs> but without sugar? Yes, I, I'm talking about just opening the block. No. Scrape it on my cream finger. Cheese. Cream so, cheese. Yeah, but I, I can imagine that, but as cream cheese frosting, you know, and you add sugar Oh, into I it. thought you meant Philadelphia. Right, Philadelphia yeah. cream yeah. cheese, the block. You know how you make yeah. cream cheese icing? Yeah. Yeah, and you put sugar in it. Yeah. I could eat a whole tub of that. No, you I don't could just I just I would just cheese. eat it plain, yeah. Just the cheese. I you love- crazy girl. Should we get some? <laughs> You're actually ordering some on um, yeah. Deliveroo? Yeah. Is that the crunchy one, though? No. Oh. Mm. Unless you get... um, It's going to go downhill, though. I'm not actually supposed to be eating shit like this. Let's not order it. Because we can order food later for dinner. Have you had anyone in your life that's had a weird guilty pleasure that you found out about? I can, I can probably think of, like, some people that have told me weird stuff that they do. I don't know if it was really a guilty pleasure or just, like, stuff they did mm. but like i know that some people like to like <laughs> well someone told me that they like to like pull the hair out of like their butt like the oh my hair god i his... love that <laughs> courtney loves to pull the hair out of her butt when, like my hair it's so <laughs> oh. satisfying pull the hair out your butt after a shower yes. i was like not your even... pubic hair not like no. you know <laughs> my hair comes out quite a lot as you guys might know you might see it around the house or in the hoover and also you got long hair, it just goes yeah, like it just that. comes out like mad, and I'm just like whoop. And sometimes yeah. when you have a shower, it goes in your butt crack, and then you take it out, and it's like oh yeah, it's great. Ciao. That and <laughs> the plug Fresh. hole, fun, love that. Oh yeah, love it. The plug. You're, she likes taking hairs out of the plug hole. Yeah, I think that's disgusting. And hairbrushes, worst thing. and hairbrushes. But the bit of the plug hole bit, this butters, is that it's wet and it's usually got like fluff and shit in there. Yeah, sometimes it does make me feel a bit sick, but sometimes it's satisfying. I know, really weird one. I just thought of it on the spot. So, so then Courtney is the one with the weird one. Yeah, we didn't even have weird. to look to anybody else. Oh, yeah. She provided it. <laughs> I like to just. I just like to take hair out of people's blood holes. Not people's, just mine. Oh. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do, imagine like the bathroom everybody shares there. I don't like, I'm not cool, like close with people oh. like that from the house. Imagine touching. Yo, I feel like that hair. just about standing in the shower. I'm like, oh, somebody was standing here nakedly and now I'm standing here in it. It's why I don't think I could ever like share a house with people or like it'd have to be with like close friends or family. I wouldn't, mm. I don't think I can do it. I couldn't do the it's whole random. house. Yeah. I never did really had to do that at uni because I had like an ensuite when I had to share with other people. That's so like that a, was cool. I, I can't do with a shower curtain touching me. Oh, yes. A shower curtain no. touching me makes me want to peel off my skin. That is a big no. That and makes it's me wet and it just. Yeah, and it just sticks to your body and it's like. <laughs> I can agree to that. I really hate shower curtains. Nothing. So do I. 
Why are they even... I mean, I know where they're a thing. Do they have shower curtains in Barbados? Yeah, because nobody has shower doors, so everybody yeah, has Yeah, but you shower. have it kind of, like, inbuilt, no? You mean the shower? Yeah. Yeah, but obviously there's an open side so you can get in the shower, so you have to close it with something. Oh, yeah. The fuck? Oh, You're yeah. just gonna... You just think we have yard showers or outside just bathing in the elements? I mean... I'm sure when I went to Uncle John's house, that was probably how it went. Yeah, Maybe but it was I feel like, like, in like the shed in the back. Or yeah, some I feel shit. like his house is though is like no on its own old vibe. Because <laughs> <laughs> I fully remember we went there and like we were painting one of the bedrooms and the window fell out, and he used to open or close the window by just taking it out of the wall. That would be open window, <laughs> and then he'd put it back, and he'd close the window. No way. And that's just, he was like, yeah. And then he told me this story about, like, some guy tried to break in, and he, like, ambushed the guy, and he had, like, a cutlass, and he was chasing him. And I was like, did this really happen, Uncle John? Because this does not sound realistic. And then Papa was like, don't mind him. He mad. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Both of you guys are, but okay. <laughs> but that shit, see, it's, it's not that unrealistic, is it? Yeah. And that's where I was staying. When I'm, when we were younger, we'd always stay at Uncle John's house. Yeah, because I guess that's like the family house down mm. there. So that's where you'd be. I wouldn't want to stay there, though. I wouldn't want to stay there now. Yeah. No, <laughs> thank you, honey. I'm okay. Next time I go to Barbados, I want to be in a hotel. Yeah. Yeah, like a really nice hotel. Okay, that sounds great. We'll see. What hotel, though? I don't know. I stayed in Hilton last time. But I want to see my dad pay for that. <laughs> That looks fancy. But I'm sure there's many other hotels we can look at. Mm. I feel like your mum could get... She has a timeshare. Her friend has a house, actually, but it's in St. James. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not that bad. Would would she let us stay there? Don't know, but it's an option, (laughs) I guess, right? Maybe, possibly, put it into the universe. You never know. But yeah, not staying at the family home. No, I would not suggest it. That house needs to be, like, bulldozed. It does. It, no, it, it literally does. It does. And now that he's getting older, like obviously he can't do anything to look after it. So it's just. And then my grandfather is old, so he can't do anything. So it's just a mess. That's what I mean. It's just. It's just falling to the ground. But you know, you'll be coming for like a wedding, so we have to be somewhere nice and not squashed. You guys can't be squashed in with Uncle John. <laughs> That's yeah. the whole luxurious trip. And he used to make, he used to, he used to eat a whole loaf of bread in the morning. What? what? He used to literally eat a whole loaf of bread with butter in the morning. That's I have this crazy. very vivid memory of him doing that. On of him just eating a loaf Buying of a bread. loaf and eating the whole loaf. Like a big, just like a normal bread loaf? Yeah, like a Bayesian loaf. <laughs> Bayesian a Bayesian loaf. loaf. Like a Bayesian loaf. <laughs> The sweet, obviously, because the bread's sweeter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like sweet bread. Mm. I love sweet bread. I hate the bread here. That's why you need to get challah bread. I know. I don't eat challah bread because challah bread is like, sweeter, but the, the loaf bread is very... It's because we're in England and we have like nothing. high standards of food here. You get what's You have trash standards of food in that it tastes disgusting. Yeah, because there's nothing in it. That's what, Well, there is disgusting. stuff, but... It's disgusting. If you're going to eat bread, you could as well let a little bit of sugar be be in it. It's not sweet. It's not sweet like a cake. It's just sweeter than the bread here. So then when you put like 
cheese in it the little bit of sweet and the in the salt of the cheese is just like great every time mm. you eat a sandwich nice listen i wouldn't be sad about about some sugar in the bread <laughs> i really wouldn't but i like brown bread i think brown bread, brown too, bread but and maybe like sweet be... brown bread wouldn't be that nice no it is it's great like it's to the point that a lot of people just like ball up the bread into the balls and just eat it it just Eat slices of bread and it's great because the bread tastes good, okay? Well, that is one thing I can say. It tastes way better in Barbados than in England. It's bread. Right, fine. Fair enough. Go back then. Eventually, I will have no, to. <laughs> don't go back. You're going to come back. I'll come back and bring a loaf of bread and be like, try it. <laughs> could you get yeah. that through customs? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could bring bread. I don't know. Imagine coming from Barbados and bringing My bread. mother asked me to bring Charlotte bread back for her. She was Are you like, going to do it? I'll try. I mean, if they take away the airport. How much space do you think you're going to have in these suitcases? I have to get an extra suitcase, but I told Rashad I'm throwing away all his clothes. But <laughs> Why? All his clothes that he brought from Barbados because he didn't used to wear them in the first place. And if you're not going to wear them, I'm not fucking lugging them back. Not that I'll be holding it, but I'm not lugging it back to Barbados when I could fit in. You shit like what? I, I, <laughs> I agree. So what? Has he got clothes there? Yeah, we have clothes that we left already. We didn't bring everything because I didn't really bring much anyways because it's cold here exactly i had summer stuff so i just brought a few outfits but i feel like i can get rid of some of the old stuff and see and then some of the stuff we can't take back anyways because it's like track suits and sweaters and coats and it doesn't make sense to have that in barbados mm. i hear you that makes sense like even my boots i'm just like oh, doesn't make sense I know, but don't you want to take the boots? I'm taking those boots. I'll find somewhere. <laughs> but then the other boots, the like tall boots, obviously it doesn't make sense to take them. Yeah. But you know, I'll just wear my boots even if it's hot. It's just life. <laughs> wear the boots with like a skirt, a really, really short skirt. Yeah. That's a vibe. Or shorts. Yep. Short shorts. And then just take them off if my feet feel like they're dying. <laughs> Which they definitely will. Yeah. Wear but them in the field. Field. Wear them on the beach. Who boots the, the beach? fuck is wearing just like chunky in the black night. boots to the beach? When it's colder. Why would I be at the beach in the night in boots? Let me go to the beach. Oh wait, let me Don't you go to the beach boots. at the night? In night <laughs> at the night time. In the <coughs> evening. For like an evening stroll. No. That's because you're Bayesian and you're you're over the sea. I would definitely do that. An evening stroll on the beach. I mean with your boots. Yeah, you wouldn't do that. Would it hard to walk on the sand? He's like barefoot. Yeah, you'd be beach. barefoot and you wear slippers to it. Do you know what land you're in, Nems? Mm. I was just thinking of times you could wear the boots. You could but... probably wear them like you could wear them to the cinema because it's air conditioned in there. So you know. Oh yeah, the cinema. It's always cold in the Who cinema. Who goes to the cinema? Or just go and walk boots. around in Sheraton in boots. In the cinema. Does anybody else do that? No. Cinemas are disgusting. I get all quite comfy in Barbados. I feel like cinemas here. The floor is still fucking sticky. Yeah, but you don't put your feet on the floor. I put them, on, put them on the, in the chair. Or the seat in front of you. I'm fucking, I don't know. I don't do that. I, I just... always take my shoes off. I want to go to the cinema. I haven't been so long, Me actually. Me neither. Rochelle wants to go and watch The Matrix. And I feel you... like we should have our own Ooh. date to the cinema. Do you know what I did watch, watch the other the day? Matrix? King Richard. Was it good? It was so... In the cinema? Yeah, in the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> was it good? Yeah. <laughs> It was so, one of the best films I've watched in a really long time. Is it Oscar worthy? Yeah, 100%. And basically, like, the character that Will Smith plays, he's just so on point to um, their father in real life, Serena Venus's 
if you Wait, don't know so what it's about. Wait, so he actually plays it, like... Yeah, they show a real video of him at the end, and, like, he like he embodies the character so well. I mean, imagine if Will Smith won an Oscar after all this time. He really deserved it for that. I just thought his... He even got, like, the little lisp, like... Oh, I want to see it. Yeah, it's so Is it good. in cinema? Oh, yeah, it's in cinema. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it was just, like... It was just, like, heartwarming as well. Because right, cool. they just what they want to do is they just want to get their kids off the streets. Like they don't want their kids like ending up like their neighbors' kids, basically. And it's like crazy. And what I didn't want to spoil it too much, but what I noticed there's just like the role reversal. So like once he has the power of them getting signed up to like a like a big um, what's it called coach, like everybody in the neighborhood starts to like respect them and stuff like that. Mm. and like he has the bar- bar- bargaining power against white people like it's really like cool how like the roles reverse it's so cool i want to watch it i'm gonna watch do it i watch it again but yeah but i'd go enough. i think i'd go in the day okay well i ain't got that much holiday left babe to go see <laughs> sorry baby i'll go by myself someone said i should go to the cinema by myself yeah i've always wanted to do that or like i've never actually taken myself out to dinner or like lunch like a proper lunch, not like a McDonald's or like a cafe, like an actual proper dinner. I've never done I've that. I've never done that either. I, don't I think, think Flavia did it when she was in Paris because she went on a Christmas trip. And I think they had time to like just chill and she just took herself out to dinner. I was like, why have I never done that before? Like an actual nice dinner. And dress up. Yeah. Not maybe like... What about Wagamamas? I don't like Wagamamas that much. I think it's so overrated. I don't understand it. Okay, when we take yourself out for lunch or dinner, would you go to Nando's? Does that count? Nando's, yeah, but I'm thinking a bit more expensive. Like Ivy Asia? No. Maybe like in between, like, I mean, I guess you could take yourself to Ivy Asia, but I feel like it's a more experience you share with people going somewhere like that. Yeah. Imagine going somewhere fancy fancy on your own. Yeah. Maybe that'd be quite fun. Sit there with a candle. You no could buy yourself some flowers first just and just like date yourself. But some people really don't like to do stuff on their own. Like they're not. Um, do you know what I mean they're not? Was extrovert? They're extroverted. Yeah, but imagine being that introverted that you just don't want to do anything with anyone else. How crazy! That's like a problem. That's an issue. Yeah, that's an issue. There's a word for that. Well, like a, is not, it agoraf- agoraphobic or is that for? Spiders. No, an arachnophobia. No, that's arachnophobia. Yeah. Spiders. Agoraphobia. Something like that. Anyway, there's a word for it when someone doesn't want to come out of their house because they're scared. It says it is a mental and behavioural disorder specifically characterised by symptoms of anxiety where the person perceives their environment to be unsafe and with no easy way to escape. There we go. Ah. I feel though like... <laughs> That's almost like me when I was younger, though. I'd always want to do stuff with people because I was always obsessed of, like, um, having loads of friends and, like, being popular because that's all I really wanted when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And then now I've realised, actually, I'm introverted and I actually just like to spend a lot of time on my own and I'm very happy just to, like... I mean, I get FOMO sometimes, don't get me wrong, but... Um, yeah, it's just one of those things I used to strongly believe in. Like, I always, like, 
had to be around people and always I didn't really have time for myself but now I like prefer it the other way around now did you feel lonely growing up yeah there was a time when I didn't have a lot of friends when I was like I don't know primary school to like maybe the start of secondary and when I went to secondary school I got more friends but then I was just like I always just my friends were a bit cooler than me and I always wanted to be like them but I was never like as cool as them I just like kind of hung around with them type of thing yeah yeah and then so that's why I was like oh my god I really want to have loads of friends and then when I did I realized it really wasn't it I mean I didn't need it I really enjoyed being by myself actually yeah, it's not healthy. And yeah, also, you just, you're giving away loads of energy to loads of people. Yeah, I don't have the time for that. No. The time. As you get older, you don't have time. Where does time go? I feel like you have a lot more when you're younger. It's because you don't have any responsibilities. Yep. You don't have to take the ASOS parcel back. You don't have to make <coughs> dinner. You don't have to clean the house. Or maybe you do. Maybe you have to clean the do house. Do all your appointments to... and stuff like that. Or you have to get dentist, doctor, pap- like smear test. Oh my God. All of them. Everything. It's just adulting takes a lot of time. And then everybody's schedule so different. Like, sometimes my friends will be like, oh, we should do something. And then, like, their work schedule, their off days are days I'm working. So, like, yeah, can't do anything. You have to plan it, like, four months in advance. And then by the time you get there, you're, like, so tired from life. You're just like, yo. That's the annoying bit. I'll FaceTime you. so far in advance. I know. Like, oh, yeah, when can we see each other? Oh, fucking hell, in 10 weeks' time. <laughs> that was me in, like... Um, some friend asked me and a couple other friends um, if we were free this December and I was like no it's December like all my weekends are free and they were like oh when you're next free and my friend said February because January we want to have like a break from everything so I'm like the next time I can see you babes is February because <laughs> I literally do not want to do much in Jan I mean I have like a couple birthdays but apart from that I don't want to do anything you want to be hibernating. Yeah, I just want to save a little bit of money, just chill out. And like... January is the best month to do that. In exactly, because and you I just try and do it every year. Yeah, you're broke. Yeah. It's cold. I'm so broke. You're trying to lose weight, probably. Probs. So, might as well just go to the gym every day and eat at home. Yeah. It's gonna Meal be prep. Plan. Meal prep. Oh, I mean, I try and do that now anyway, but... So. I'm looking forward to that time. Bit of hibernation. Yeah. It would be nice. Mm. Except I'm not I'm not looking forward to it if there's a lockdown and my children aren't at school. That's crazy. I'm going to really fucking hate that. I'm not going to lie to you. So it's like, is there anything that you've kind of like changed your attitude about that you really strongly believed in before? So like I had mine with like being extroverted now. I'm introverted, you know? Or you mean you just... you placed a lot of value on having a lot of friends and now yeah. you don't but I was actually introverted that whole time but I didn't realise because I was putting so much emphasis on that do you know what I mean yeah I feel like mine was kind of like that um, in a similar situation to with being introverted and extroverted when I started like kind of when I started university I especially noticed it because I had spent a lot of time being introverted like I remember in primary school teachers would be like oh she needs to come off her shell like she talks a lot but only when she wants to talk and it was always a case of like I was quiet and then as I got older and got more confident I started to be louder but then I found myself like kind of making myself quiet because I felt like that's who people knew me to be and if I started being extroverted and loud like how I felt like being there but like like, what's up with that why are you pretending and like i had noticed it a couple of times when I would just like slip up and be mis- myself people would be like oh why are you being so loud like relax it's not that serious and I found that a lot of people 
didn't like my personality when I was myself because I was so loud and like so out there people would be like oh you play too much or like oh like everything's always a joke with you we don't really like that so then when I was hanging out with like all the cool girls and the pretty girls like obviously they're not like that and they don't want to do anything embarrassing or fun and it was more so a case of me finding people that fit in with me because like I know how to go and re-establish friendships with people that like had personalities like my personality Mm. so Mm -hmm. I had to go and find that and then when I started university it was like a fresh start because I'm in a class with like completely different people that don't know me so like I can just start it off by being myself and I had to kind of get in my head and like tell myself like it's okay to just relax and just be yourself you don't need to be on guard and when I did it I found that like a lot of people were like flocking to me and everybody knew who I was and everybody was like oh yeah she's fun and like they would come and talk to me And I loved it because these are people that are genuinely enjoying me. And like, I like to talk a lot. I like to tell a lot of stories. I'm very loud. I try to tell a joke occasionally, not always funny. But you know, like, that's just who I am. So then people started to like respond to that and enjoy that instead of me having to like maintain this image of being like, you know, a mystery girl in the distance. That's just like, (laughs) that's just not who I am. I'm very much an open book. I'm very loud and very tell all. Mm. So it took a while of me like, growing up to switch that that mentality yeah I was the same at uni it was a fresh start for me. yeah I met, I met friends that suited me rather than the ones I was pushed into in my environment yeah. at, back at home so yeah I know exactly how you feel with that one it's nice to have a fresh start it's cool that you can just meet people as you get older and they don't know anything about you yeah were. it's nice yeah yeah, yeah like you your just present life. yourself as this person here now but they don't actually know who you were yeah and then they just like don't question it and just go with the person that they've met mm. but then I think that's also why it's weird like you know when you have like okay that's thing like me thinking about planning a wedding right and I'm thinking about mixing my friends like friends from when I first moved back to Barbados when I was like 11 and then friends that I've met since university when I'm like the new me obviously they have like completely different personalities I saw this at my birthday party because I got really sick at my birthday party and cancelled it and then last minute had a party well it wasn't really a party we did a dinner Mm -hmm. and then like only a couple of my friends could come but they were so completely different like seeing them interact because obviously they're like still being friendly towards each other but I'm just like in a normal setting these two people would never be together because like I have one friend that's very well out there and one that's very reserved and like Mm. polite and stuff I'm just like this is so weird to see this mixing so when I'm like thinking about planning my wedding and who I'm going to invite I'm literally thinking like oh you know we have to do like the seating and stuff and you have to think about what friend goes where and then like bridal parties and thinking about like bringing my friend from there to my friend from like somewhere else stressful I'm just like this is gonna be very weird because I I find that I am so many different versions of me through my life and like meet people and then some people stick around so then like you know me as this person so like I probably am that person with you but then I've grown into this person do you think you're not the same around all your friends I'm definitely not the same around all my friends I have friends that are like party girls that I can party with you and I can get drunk with you and then I have friends from school that are like very studious and very like academic and I can do that so like it literally just depends so I feel like it would be kind of me confused about my identity when I'm at my own wedding because I'll just see all my friends from all these places and I'm like wait who am I supposed to be right now to be talking to you do you are you the same I yeah I have different friendship groups and I I feel like different friends have different purposes yeah fulfill different parts parts of your um, personality so like 
I have friends like that I dress up a bit more and go out to more like brunches or like more expensive dinners or I have friends that we do more ravey things together or you know stuff like that Mm. Mm. so there's like different vibes different things you know I don't really have that you know so all of your friends are on the same vibe I don't Find think, it. No, not really, because you have friends that are very different chapters of their lives, though. Yeah, I've, I've I've had friends that friends that have known me through longer periods of my life, but actually, a lot of my close friends, really, my good circle, are like friends that I've had since I was yeah sixteen, seventeen, like maybe before. Do you know what I mean? But I think I am the same person with most of. Yeah, mainly maybe all of them. Yeah, all of my friends. I think I'm, I present as the same person to all of my friends. I think maybe when I don't, pre- when I present differently, is when I'm with authority or maybe like work. Yeah, I mean, depends who you work, but work's quite open. There's only you know there's some things I'm going to talk about at work, but like my work's quite chill, so I am very much myself. I'm like, I don't present different versions of myself to all my friends, but we do different things together. But there are certain things I'll probably talk to them about different to the other groups. Yeah, I sense. think it's not that like you're a completely different person around different people. I think it's yeah. just like certain things you'd kind of tune down or certain things you'd like turn up a little bit to kind of match the vibe of the friend. Because I have some friends that I'd be myself, but just like a calm version of myself because we just like, talk about like school stuff or like serious stuff like a friend that I can come to when something's seriously wrong and I can talk to them like I can have fun with them but it's a lot more chilled fun than some of my other friends that are just like wild so then you know you can be louder and you can be like more adventurous with those ones because they'll respond to that so it's just different different like personality traits that you can emphasize with different groups of friends yeah Mm. don't you find you have some friends that you can like can find more and yeah. others as well that obviously yeah i have friends that like i would turn to before other friends to like tell them when something's wrong like even when i got yeah. diagnosed i didn't go straight to like all all my friends i just like even like friends that i have in active group chats that i'm friends with everybody i still kind of like picked out one person out of the group and be like hey i want to talk to you about something mm. before i told everybody because they're just people that like i'm generally closer to or like i know would be more understanding of the situation Mm. yeah so i think i think it's just different people like different people bring out different parts of you but you're still you yeah i hear that yeah i agree it's weird how you can just like adapt to different environments i guess because you at work is not you at a rave but it's still you (laughs) exactly i just think you know what that makes me think of is when you're at school and you have teachers and you as a pupil looking at your teacher like this fucking woman like she sh- won't shut up or you know what I mean yeah you know, when you're young and you're just like this fucking teacher but now we're the age of having friends that are teachers do you know any teachers because I know a few yeah and I know like, teachers some of them are wild some of them actually no I do know one yeah, yeah. but he's, they're he's just like real a, people he's like a cop promoter 
and a teacher. <laughs> there like, we go. She works in like the West. But you know, parts. you know how right. it used to be like crazy when you were actually at school and then you saw your teacher like in the supermarket walking around and you like think to yourself like, oh, she has a life outside yeah, of like, like teaching me math. Yeah. So now that I'm the age that people are are like becoming teachers, I'm like, yo, this is so weird to think that my teachers had a life. Not even like, just like a normal life, like going and getting shopping and owning a house. I mean, like I know, like wild. Yeah, I mean because my friends. Right? Do you remember that show? I I did. Yes, I did. Love that. I did. But now I know, well. like the teachers <laughs> are out on the weekend, like on the lash, <laughs> in it. But that's like any profession, because when you think about it, like yeah, it's true. Your dentist is just like not even the dentist, like like Boris Johnson. Yeah, you know. You know that fucking party thing, Jesus Christ. That's what I mean. Like <laughs> Boris Johnson just doing absolutely. Apparently, his wife that hosted the party as well. Well, I'm not surprised. I'm really not surprised. No, What's I. Carrie doing? <laughs> Carrie popping out re- babies, popping now. out the second baby in the middle of a crisis. Literally, couldn't have come at a worse time for him. It's so fucking funny. I just, I just hope this teaches people, yeah, to never vote for the Conservative government again. I just really wonder, but apparently, our next generation. General elections not till twenty four. I know, like, but it could so happen fucking before. far away. I'm just hoping he does something really, really dumb and has to leave. Like, yeah, people are saying he should have stepped down for this. Yeah, though. he should have, but he's just lying. So I'm confused about it. But this one, they want to have like a war on drugs, but they're probably banging out coke in house apartment. <gasps> so true. I mean, lots of people in high power jobs bang Dude, out, but it's just like the drug owners. Are you looking in like? place yeah where it meet like the the money men like the actual middle upper middle class white society with the money who are buying the drugs and getting the drug dealers to drop the drugs outside the house of parliament that kind of thing not saying that that happens. Sorry, it sounded like you had like some inside. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, let me just say, I have the scoop. <laughs> I, I don't have the scoop, but I'm imagining that's how it goes. Because in Scandal, there was an episode where some drugs wanted to get delivered to the White House. Oh, really? Yeah. And so the drug dealer like, literally went up to the White House and had to like meet security, security or someone that they, the president had sent out to give him the drugs. Imagine being the security guard, right? You go home and your wife, you're like at the dinner table and your wife and children, your wife's like, how was your day? And you're just like, oh, you know, had to security check a drug dealer. To that get must him. be the life of a security guard then. No. Yeah. Like, they just see some really fucking random shit. Yeah. And they're just paid off not to see it. So. Yeah. Or bodyguards. Security guard bodyguards. Yeah. More bodyguards. Yeah. Especially when you're like for celebrities and they're just like out partying a wild and you're just with them and you have to soberly watch them doing their shit. Like, listen, <laughs> sometimes the, the bodyguard is there outside the door and the the, the, the celebrities doing whatever with someone yeah. else. Like, yeah. it, it's all wild. Man. Or imagine you're like standing outside so like... They, and maybe they have to sign on... They, they probably do. Yeah, non-disclosure. Of course they do. Like, I can do whatever the fuck I want, but you have to make sure that you protect me at all times. Yeah, like, imagine nothing. they're going to the bathroom and you're, like, standing outside the bathroom stall and they're just, like, in there fucking and you just have to stand there just all facilitating securing. I remember there was one time when I... I I had an encounter, a liaison with a, <laughs> I know. a celebrity. We won't name any names. And his manager set it up. Like, he, he got his team to set to like set it up so you could meet him yeah so he i could be put in his path so he could then talk to me 
Oh, it was what? really weird. Like the manager was like, oh, I need you to come and work over here. And I was like doing something for some other celebrity. And then he came and then the bodyguard came and was like, oh, I need you to do this. And then it was him there, like standing there and then like trying to talk to me. And then I was like, oh, okay, this is how it goes. <laughs> wow. Right. And then did you have to do an NDA? I did no NDA. I oh. never did an NDA. Oh. Yeah. So. I mean, you told me before, but I mean, it's me. Yeah, and also, I don't just, I don't tell everyone. Like, it's not yeah. something everybody needs to know. But no, now I just put it out to the, to the world, so that's great. But, um, um, why was I telling you that? Yeah, everyone knows. Just everyone's involved. Even, like, there was one time the, the personal assistant came in in the morning and he had to go off and to do an interview and I was there lying down. <laughs> You're like, hi. <laughs> no, I was like, I was just like, I'm sleeping. But, yeah. Wow, but that was back in the day before, you know, I became a responsible human being. I made better decisions. Growth. Around. Growth, but, you know, had a wild time. Memories. Uh... Memories, right? Yeah. You'll be in the in the nursing home like back in my day, I used to sleep with singers. Well, listen, and then everyone be like, "All right, grandma, just all the crazy relax. stuff that I ever do." I'm like, "Okay, well, at least I have something to tell the grandkids." <laughs> like, what is that? Not the point of living your life, yeah. right? So you have shit to say, stories. yeah. So I've I did that. That's what I did. I wouldn't advise it <laughs> to anyone, though, honestly. I want people to guess in the DMs who the people think it is. <laughs> I'm joking. Guilt. We can't confirm, but we'll take the guess. Yeah, we might <laughs> confirm, but I just. Love but I can confirm it was a great experience, and it wasn't actually a horrible experience because there were people that came out saying that there was a horrible experience, and I was like, Oh really? Not, it wasn't actually for me. <laughs> that didn't happen. I had a lovely person at the other end. Love that. Yeah. So good, good times. That's fair. I mean, I hear all the scandals like with celebrities coming to Barbados and like sleeping with people. <gasps> but I don't know if they ever build personal relationships with them or if it's just like, ooh, we're in Barbados. Like, let's find a Barbadian girl. And it's usually like girls that are very popular. So it's I mean, so they'll be dead. like at events and stuff. So I guess they'll be the ones that get picked. Like ones that be at the events. Yeah. At the front. I don't know. If you're on the scene, right? Yeah. You just... I mean, have an encounter. If you're gonna, you might. If you're a young man or a young woman or a young person, <laughs> and you want to live your life, fucking do it. Just do it, man. Yeah. Just have the experience. If you don't like it, don't do it again. You could just Easy. be one of the people that like throw your panties on the stage. <laughs> yeah, or make sure that you know you work on your self-esteem, basically. Because in hindsight, I mean my self-esteem was not too high you know what I mean which made it easier like I'm lucky I had a good experience and it was fine but like it I, I I've heard of other people that have had like shit experiences with like people in the public eye because they've mm. been taking the piss out of you know what I mean oh, yeah wow, okay. definitely so we thank god that didn't happen but work on yourself is <laughs> is the key yes and I mean, if you have a shit experience, just turn it around like Kim Kardashian and get really rich. Yeah, but Kim Kardashian only became Kim Kardashian because she had money, right? And she was, well, yeah, she was able she was able to think, but that was really the thing that like, like, threw her in the public eye. Because her dad was the was and then she was working yeah. with Paris Hilton as like a personal shopper, and she grew up with Stylist. a lot of rich people, and yeah. also Bruce yeah. Jenner was her stepdad, so 
Yeah, I mean, it was yeah, so she definitely has stuff to help her, but I just mean like that's what people first know her for. People don't really know her from before that leaked. Yeah, but that's a controversial topic, isn't it? Kim Kardashian and what she actually gives to us in our lives and society. Well, no, this is definitely claimed they have like a freaking empire. Yeah, I'm very clever. What yeah, has happened, it's like, but really, oh. really fucked up a lot of our lives. Actually, yeah. yeah. Have you seen about like? Apparently her bum is smaller. Now they're like yeah. reversing it. And now they think, oh, people are like, oh my God, is like skinny going to be the new, like, well, I'm not saying it is in my eyes, but you know, like there's like a standard that people like at of trend. Yeah, is of that course the, it was going to yeah. change. Of course. It was going to change. It never stays the same. So everyone is going to be a white guy now as well. I was like, is that going to change people as well? Probably. That is the thing. Probably. Like the geeky white boy is now going to get the come up. Yeah. Wow. Like Actually, the, you know the... what, though? I am going to say that I did watch interviews of Pete Davidson. Yeah. yeah. And I kind of get it. Yeah, I've I've seen a few. He seems pretty He's cool. got BDE. He has. He's big, got BDE. Big day energy. Yes. Yeah, he has. He really has. Like in a... He's, he's very talented. Very, very talented. He's funny as fuck. In like a sarcastic way. Yeah, he's funny in like a in a way that he says like like how Courtney really likes the fact that I will say like fucks up things about having cancer mm. and like say dark energy. Like he always has like fucking dark humor. Right, and him and Machine Gun Kelly are like best friends. Yeah. And them to if you watch interviews of them together, they're like, I love oh it. right, it's quite it's fun. part of the little circle with like yeah. And they both I think because Pete Davidson does SNL, which is like the stand up comedy thing in America Saturday yeah, Night Saturday Live. Night. yeah and yeah. so he's like a regular on that which is a massive deal and uh he's actually quite funny so I get it I get what Kim Kardashian's doing here like and also watch videos of him now. you need to Should but also the then you see <laughs> Kanye is like you know bipolar. he's like literally asking for Kim back on stage but uh, but do you think is like he's having an episode yes of yeah. course he is you think he he didn't spend any time with Kim he was like in a different state or whatever then she's asked for a d- divorce and then I think he's realised, like, fuck, like, what? <laughs> this person put up with my crazy. Yeah. I get it. I do get it because I've heard that he comes off his medication when he wants to be creative. And I understand because the medication makes you feel numb. But, like, his bipolar, like, fame and bipolar, maybe, like, si- severe bipolar is, like, probably not a great combination. Because <laughs> then you just yeah. do shit, like, run for president. Yeah. And spend loads of money on a campaign to really become and just the shout president. Shit at people, and then no one votes for you. He was just shouting yeah. like random shit, or like talk about like Kim's sex life with him, like or some random piece of information that like, I honestly think she did know. really good to just like be married to him for so long, because yeah, that she... had to be yeah. so hard, yeah, to like yeah. deal with that and children, and like you're yeah. in the public eye too, so you can't like break in front of everybody. You and you like, got 101 things going on. Exactly, you have to like keep shit together, and then everything's going crazy. That's hard. And then he's just talking about like all this shit about her, and people are jumping on her like, oh, can't make a hoe into a housewife. Like he should have known when he goes off on his rants. And I'm like, this woman is literally like holding him the fuck down when yeah. she doesn't need she did to. Really well. I kind of think they were. I think they were quite a good partnership. Uh, yeah, at like, one point, before he went a bit... Great, when he, went, yeah. he wasn't like that the whole time, remember? Yeah. Like, everybody was like, Kim and Kanye goals, like, everybody wanted to be like them at one point. I think, though, is that I feel like he, since his mum died, that's when his mental health issues were triggered. And then since his mum died, they've just gotten worse and worse. Yeah, it's yeah. just been spiralling. Yeah. It hasn't really caught itself yet. It's just... Exactly. Yeah, so I feel like... And then... 
I feel like it's so unfair. I get that it's not him completely doing it to like be manipulative. He has a lot of shit going on with him. But every time she leaves him, he's just like come back. And then it obviously plays. Every time? When else did she leave him? They had like split up. Like when the rumors came out about him. Who was it? Like with the YouTuber when he had the ranch. They were like supposedly split up Jeffree then. Star. Right. When they had that, that whole rumor. No, obviously true. not. But I mean, they had the rumor around that time. But yeah. like they had split up around that time too. And then like he does all these apology things and gets a little bit better. And then she goes back and like. I mean, I think. I just think that's really hard because obviously she loves him. But like that whole relationship has to be hard to maintain. And then every time you try to say, okay, this isn't going anywhere. I'm going to do this for me and like for my kids and you leave. And then they come back and they're like, please, I love you. Obviously, you love them. So you want to help them. To be honest, if we're really, really honest, being Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, like these two separate people and with all they have achieved and who they are and the fame, having a relationship with them as individuals would just be fucking hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let alone them both being together and one of them having like severe mental health issues and also four children and a family that's in the public eye. Like it must be a bit wild. I think it's also the pressure of like her other marriage yeah. so, like failed so quickly. I think all of her marriages. All, she, her she had another one, yeah. I think I haven't seen like the latest. I stopped watching and keeping up with Kardashians ages ago, but I remember seeing like clips of it, or whatever. And she was just like, "Oh, I feel like I've got another failed marriage again. Like I didn't want this." Mm. And then obviously it's different because they've got kids. Like yeah. there's those two things. I think was hard. I think she probably wanted to divorce him ages ago. I kind of think they're gonna get back together. No, there was a thing, and she's apparently filed yeah, she's legally filed. single. Like, in, I don't know what that means in America, but what? apparently that she, that Kanye West had run away and then he goes, like, on stage, he goes specifically Kimberly, like, after that, on stage, literally, like, a couple of days ago. Whoa. But then after that, she filed to become single in the divorce. So she she's going the complete opposite way. Because he's having an episode. And how hard must that be? Yeah, because she, she obviously part of her probably does want to go back. Yeah. Like, she did support him when his album came out and everything like that. She does. She su- supported him on that Larry Hoover tour that he was just doing with Drake. Yeah, so it's just like, it's com- I guess it's really complicated. It's hard, you know, when you share children with someone and, you know, they have mental health issues. I know. Yeah. Mental health issues are hard to deal with. I think that's enough Kardashian talk for now. I agree. I'm over the Kardashians. And I just want to go and watch some Pete Davidson videos now. We're going to do it unless all the delivery. Now. Now? I'm not hungry yet. Oh, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. You ate food. That's why you're not hungry. Sorry, yeah, I had pasta. <laughs> I'm really thirsty. Okay, we'll anyway, guys, you've had enough about us. Peace out. Eight on down. See you next week. Well, I'll see you. Bye. Tune in next week. (laughs) Listen to us next week, guys. Adios. Adios.